Hi, this is Lois Ware, the host on the Lois Ware podcast, a podcast inspired by God to reach out to millions of people across the globe with the message of His love. On this podcast, you can draw inspirations for all aspects of life, from spiritual growth to business to relationship to technology to education, fashion, and everything that relates to life. Sit tight, grab your headphones, and enjoy this episode. Hi guys, it's good to be back on the podcast. I'm super, super excited to be here today. I hope we're having a great time. I mean, I have a guest in the house and this is not the first time the guest is coming. I mean, the last time he was here, it was an amazing time with him. I mean, we had a number of testimonies, how that people embraced the grace of God. So today I have my other brother, Phil. Hi, Phil. How are you? How are you doing? It's good to have you on the podcast. It's really good to have you here. Hello, Lois. I'm, I'm just so excited to be back on the podcast. It has been how long? I think um, over how many months exactly? It's it a year. Been... It's more than a year. More than a year. Wow. Yeah. Our time flies. Okay, so it's 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 a privilege to be back on the podcast, and um, I want to say that you're doing an amazing job. You're really doing awesome. Um, I've been following through your podcast from time to time, different episodes, and it, it has been awesome. It has been, you know, have been really blessed, and I can say that um, God is really using you to do mind blowing things, and I can attest to that fact. You know, thank you so much for inviting me and for having me again. Once again, thank you so much, yeah. All right, Phil. Thank you so much for having time to be on the podcast. So the last time we were on this podcast, bulk of our conversation was about the grace of God and how that uh, understanding the God's, God's grace is actually the basis of our faith as Christians. So I'm going to ask you just to do a little recap of God's grace because somebody may not have listened to the previous episode we did, and I don't think recapping is going to be a bad idea, right? So I just want you to talk about the grace of God and how you've been able to rest in God's grace. All right. Well, the grace of God is a, is a concept in the Bible, and not just a concept, it's much more than a concept. When we talk about grace most times, people tell you, um, people say uh, it's um, maybe doctrinal perspective or something that you just um, do or something that it's like a new a new concept that you just bring to the table but grace is not just that for me grace when we talk about grace we we, we don't just um, talk about grace as a doctrinal principle for for uh, the purpose of argument or uh, for whatever it is but grace is a revelation for me grace is a revelation it's a revelation of who jesus is grace is a revelation of jesus so grace is jesus himself the bible speaking in um I'm sorry i would love to open my, my bible uh, in john chapter 1 verse 17 speaking um you just give me some time all right all right john chapter 1 verse 17 it says um, well let me read verse 14 first of all and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory of the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth and that was you were speaking about jesus there and then um in verse 17 it says that um for the law was given by moses but grace and truth came by jesus christ but grace which is truth came by jesus christ so grace is actually jesus grace is not just a, a, a doctrinal principle no grace is jesus and grace is a gift grace is something we've come to receive um as believers grace is um, unmerited favor we have received from god not something we work for grace is not something that is um that you you work to achieve no grace is something you just receive by uh by by the mercies of god you just receive grace 
that is what grace is grace is not um, something you work for it's not something you you try to earn not something you try to um, perform to achieve no 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 that is not grace there was nothing you did that made Jesus came. Jesus came on his own accord because he loved you. Yeah. There is nothing you did that made Jesus say, okay, um, now I'm going to die for Philip. I'm going to die for Lois. No, that is what grace is all about. Jesus deciding to come to take his place, to take your place. And that's simply what grace is all about. You understand? So that is it for grace. And um, talking about resting in God's grace, it's, yeah. it's, um, uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to resting in the grace of God. Um, when it comes to resting in the grace of God, there we talk about. Um, uh, I have I have a few points that um, I think we should um, buttress. Um, resting in God's grace, we should um, touch the aspect of no condemnation, no guilt, and resting in God's grace, we should touch the aspect of um, the performance mindset. And then also, we should also talk about. Um, the love of God, because you can't separate the grace of God from the love of God. No, oh, yeah. the grace of God the, is, and the love of God is revealed in grace. You understand? So that is what it is. And then resting in God's grace is resting in the finished work of Christ. You understand? It is not um, um, just uh, when, when when you talk about resting. For example, now um, um, we have what we call Sabbath days in the Bible. Yeah. For example, uh, you know, so it's a day where where people feel like uh, we we should rest, we should don't do any work and all of that and um, people, some people have their Sabbath day for Friday, some people have their Sabbath day for Saturday, and then we church people have a Sabbath day for Sundays. You understand? So um, that is that is the mindset of grace when we talk about resting. You come to a point where you're not working, you understand? But um, Sabbath, as it were, in the Old Testament was uh, was a day. It was a day. But in, in the New Covenant, Sabbath is not just a day. Sabbath is um, because things... Many things that happened in the Old Testament were um, were shadows of what was to come in the New Testament. You, do you get? So, grace, um, Sabbath uh, is Christ. Because in the Old Testament, Sabbath was a day and all of that. But in the New Testament, Sabbath is a person. And that person is Jesus. So, um, when we talk about resting in God's grace, we're talking about resting in Jesus. And when we're talking about resting, we must, we must, we must tend to um, ask ourselves, where are we resting on? Because when when you are putting your rest on something, when you are resting on something, you must have confidence on the fact that that thing is 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 capable of of holding you. Do you understand? So that's why I always come back to say, grace is Jesus. You understand? So when you have that mindset that grace is Jesus, you believe that you can rest in Jesus. You can rest in who God is. Do you understand? So that is what basic. Well, that's what um, resting in God's grace is all about. So when we talk about the love of God, we, we get to know that God loves us independent of our performance. God doesn't love us because um, you did this, you did this well, you did that well. No, God loves you independent of independent of what you've done. That is what that is what the God. That's what the love of God is all about. It's unconditional. It's not about what you've done, what you did not do, what you can do, and what you cannot do. Do you get that? So another thing is that God God's love for you will always be consistent. It's not. Um, it's not um, uh, based on your actions. It's to be consistent regardless of your actions. That is what God's love is all about. So we don't read, for example, we don't read our Bible um, to make God love us more. We don't read our Bible, or we don't. We don't. These things are important, but we don't do these things to make God um, to to uh, maybe make God want to bless us or to make God wants to love us. No, God's love is 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 already established. God already loves you. That's one thing you should know. So when you know that, you you can't you can walk. You can come from a standpoint of rest. 
you can come from a point of oh god lost me so i can now i can now do this i cannot do this i cannot respond i cannot you know those are the things that we should put in mind when it comes to resting in the grace of god so that's basically um all um it's uh, that's i'm um, resting in god's grace entails do you understand so and and that thing i even while i was when you told me about um you know speaking about resting in god's grace um, something came to my mind and that was um, the story of jesus and um, where mary and martha were when jesus visited mary and martha and i, I don't know I, I just saw it from a different perspective um you see when jesus came and jesus was saying um telling martha that um you've 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 been involved with so many things you've you know you've taken so many things and all of that you're you, but mary have chosen one thing the needful thing I, I I came to understand that um, Mary was in the point of resting. Do you understand? Mary was in the point of resting. Mary saw Jesus and was ready to rest. You understand? Starts to receive. Because resting most times is all about receiving. Resting is all about sitting down and receiving what God has done. But Martha was all about, I need to do something because Jesus is here. I need to do something because Christ is here. I need to work something. No, but Jesus was saying, that one thing, that one thing is resting, resting in God's grace. That's what you need to do. You don't need to come to a point where you're, you know, struggling, you know, where you're trying to fight, where you're trying to, you're putting yourself under stress, under um, a whole lot of worry and all of that. No, that is not what God has. That is, that is not the plan of God for you. God's plan for you is that you come to a place where you can rest where you can um you can walk you can have a relationship with christ that is based on resting in his grace resting in his love for you not you walking to in anything no that is not god's plan for you so that is all about resting in god's grace knowing that god loves you um knowing that you, you don't you don't need to perform you don't need to end god's grace because the bible says if it is grace it is not work and if it works it's not grace you understand yeah. so knowing that you are not condemned that is very that is a crucial aspect knowing that there is no guilt for you because once christ has once christ died for you he, he, he paid the price for you he loved you god loved you guilt was taken away yeah. condemnation was taken away so once you can delete and remove the the the, the mindset of condemnation i can tell you you that you you experience rest in your spirit you experience rest in your soul because many a times um um, in uh, Christianity today, people are, are living the Christian life um, with some sense of fear, with some sense of um, condemnation that I did this and then God is condemning me. No, you know, and the Bible says that perfect love casts away fear because we're not supposed to walk in fear. When, when we understand the love of God, fear will be eliminated. Understand? So that and fear, the Bible says, fear is a torment. Yeah. When you begin to walk in fear, there is there is there is stress, torment, stress, and you know pain and all of that. So you are not resting. You see yourself, you are not resting. But when you, you allow the love of God to overwhelm you, the love of God telling you that God has provided all you need, because that's grace. Grace is telling you that God has given you freely all you all you all you will ever need. You understand? You know, so that's what it's all about resting in God's grace. That's just the the um basic things we need to know about resting in God's grace. Resting in finished works for us. That's just it. Yeah, I, I just I believe I've, I've I've said some few things that could help, you know, that can help, you know. So yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Philip. So while you were talking, you talked about the fact that, you know, we have to understand that there is no condemnation. Yes. And knowing that, you know, God loves us unconditionally. We don't have yes. to try. We're not trying to aim God's love. Yes. You know, God loves us. And I feel like this is very, very important because there are a lot of people that think that, you know, um, you have to work for God's love. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, they say things like, oh, I'm a terrible person. Will mm -hmm. God ever love me? So I, I have to start doing good for God to love me. Mm -hmm. And I think really emphasizing on the unconditional love of God is something that we should 
should still talk about right now mm -hmm. so i just wanted to, to still talk about god's love and how that you don't need you don't need you don't need to try to earn his love because you can't really mm -hmm. you can't really honestly yes, 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 so you just yes, have yes. to embrace the fact that god loves you and rest in that so would you just throw a little more light on that all right um Knowing that God loves you is a, is a big deal in Christianity. People need to know that that is it's a big deal in um, Christianity. You don't <laughs> you you have to understand that the first thing is love. God the Bible says that God has commended his love to us even while we were sinners. So God did not start loving you when you started becoming good, when you started doing good things. No, God loved you even before he knew that um, probably you receive his love or you would do this or you no god loved you before you be, before you came to him even before you received his love that is who god is the love of god is so much that um, even where you were you are an enemy of god when you did not love god when you did things that were contrary to uh, the mind of god god still cared about you god still loved you god still had a plan for you so the love of god is is way beyond your imagination it's way beyond um, now many people many people equate the love of God to maybe how you feel about your parents loving you or um, your, your spouse loving you maybe you did something awesome or your, your, your friendship and relationship you did something really great and then oh now nah, oh, I, I love you so much because you did this no that is not that is not God's love God love God's God's love for you is beyond what you can ever do it's beyond what you can ever um, qualify for you can't you can't um, qualify the, for the love of God you can't qualify for God's love God's love for you is is beyond um, um, I, I read my Bible I, I I paid my tithe I did these kind of things those things yeah might be really important but God's love is way beyond those things is way beyond those things so God's love for you is it, it, it started when you were when you were a sinner when you were in the world when you were uh, far back um, far away an enemy of Christ that is when the love of God came so you, you can't say um, um, I, I, okay, I'm going to work for the love of God. I'm, if I do these things right, then God's going to love me. No, that is that is not that is that is performing, and that is not the place where God wants to be. Performing is trying to you are, you are trying to make it happen when God has already made it happen. God already loves you so much. All you need to do is respond to that love. All you need to do is receive that love of Christ. That is that is what Christianity is all about. That is what the gospel is all about. The gospel is that um, God God has loved you. God has, has paid the price for you. You now just come receive the love of God by faith. Because, you know, when you receive the love of God by faith, then you see, you see things begin to happen. You don't just, you, you can't walk for the love of God. You can't, you can't. The Bible says um, in Romans chapter, let me get there. I think in Romans chapter 4, um, I hope I'm correct. Romans chapter 4. Oh, yes, Romans chapter 4, verse. Um, um, let's see um, from verse 2 for if Abraham were justified by works he had wherefore whereof to glory but not before God for what said the scripture Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness verse 4 now to him that walketh is the reward not reckoned of grace but of death but to him that walketh not but believed on him that justified the ungodly his faith is counted for righteousness even as David also described the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputed righteousness without work saying blessed are those are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are, are covered this it says blessed is the man to whom the lord will not impute sin you understand so what is what this place is trying to say that you don't work for your your your, your um for, for righteousness you don't work for it it's something that god has imputed in you god has god has given you as a gift righteousness is a gift it's something god has given you you, you, you can't end the love of god no 
we need to take off that mindset that uh, I'm going to do something that will make me end the love of God. The love of God is not some is not is not something that 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 is um, human. It's not no. When you keep thinking human, think, keep thinking your normal um, everyday love between spouses, between friendship, friendship and all of that, then you cannot understand God's love. God's love is way beyond that, far beyond that. You understand? So you can't end God's love. You can't work for the love of God. All you need to do is receive the love of God. God loves you so much. You understand? You don't have to come to a point where you say, "Did I pray enough? Did I did I study enough? Did I worship enough? Did I do this enough?" No. God has loved you so much, and He has He has He has He has established a system such that you just believe, you just rest, you just believe in Christ, and that is all sorted out. You just receive His love, and all of that, all of that is gone. So you don't need to come to a point where you're saying, "Did I did I um did I do this enough? Did I did I work enough?" Did I do all of that enough? No, no, no. Reading your Bible, all those things are very important, but that is not the basis of your relationship with God. No. The relationship, your relationship with God is based on His love for you, the grace of God. The Bible says we are saved by grace, through faith, not of ourselves. So we can't boast about it. You understand? We are saved by grace alone, through faith. I think that's basically what people need to know. That um the place of grace is is, is, a, is a, the place of grace is a high place actually is a place of rest so uh, when people talk about um, I, um, I fall from grace and all of that they say I, I fell into sin no falling from grace is not even falling into sin no falling from grace is falling from the place where you are, you are resting falling from grace is falling to a place where you begin to walk where you begin to is where you begin to consider yourself you understand you you feel that you are the one in the uh, you know you are the one that that's, that's to work for um, the grace of God. No, that is falling from grace. Falling from grace is not um, falling from grace is performing exactly. It's performing to end God's favor. No, why? Why God's favor has been gifted to you? God's God's mercies, God's grace has been gifted to you. That is that is what um, walking in grace is. But when you fall from grace, you are not falling. You are not falling into sin. In fact, when you fall into sin, it is the grace of God that picks you up. You understand? So it's not it's not falling into sin that is called um, um, um falling from grace. No, it is. It is the grace of God that picks you up from sin. So falling from grace is actually falling into self-effort, falling into performance, falling into self-dependence. But that's not that that was not how the Christian life was 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 made to become, you understand? So that is all we need to know about the love of God and, and um, the grace of God and resting in God's grace. You need to come to a point where you feel that I, I, I need to just rest. And God has done it all for me. God has paid the price for me. God has, has it, it's a clean slate. So why should I why should I he has taken away my pain, he has taken away condemnation. It doesn't matter what I, I have done, what I am doing or what I'm gonna do. God God has loved me so much that he has cons- he, he has planned for all of that. You understand? He has planned nothing can separate you from that love. You need to understand that nothing can separate us from the love of God. So we, it's from that point that we begin to begin to love God even more. You understand? That that is what people don't understand. You don't try to love God. You don't try to do these things that uh, you don't try to be mechanical. No, you accept the love of God that He has loved you, irrespective of all you do, all you can do. Then it's when you when you understand this great love that God has for you that you begin to you know you know you know walk from a standpoint of ah, God, I love you so much, and then I'm going to do this and in response to the love of God. That is what. It's all about you understand so that's all it uh, entails you know resting in the grace of god that's basically all you know? so oh. yeah all right phil thank you so much so i i want us to just you know get, i want this clarity for us right now 
you know we keep saying that you know god loves you regardless of what you're doing what you're going to do and someone will say okay are you trying to say grace or god's love is a license for us to keep sinning because you're saying god loves us regardless of what we would do so are you trying to say that okay because god loves all of us okay let us start committing sin let's start doing let's start doing that so what will you say is god's grace a license to sin so that's basically the question because i feel like when we talk about god's grace because i believe that our sins are forgiven our past present and future sins have been forgiven by god i believe that but a lot of people be like okay if you have such belief so you are trying you are, you, are, you, are, you are licensing sin saying that it is okay to sin so what exactly can you say about this is grace a license to sin well um people need to understand that um even before the advent of grace or not even the advent of grace because grace grace has been on so let me not that's even the wrong statement to use Grace, grace. If if you read your Bible very well, grace has been on from the Old Testament down to the New Testament. The grace of God has been, you know, has been visible, has been expressed, you know. So, but talking about uh, grace being a license to sin, people have been sinning even before, you know, uh, Christ came. You understand? As grace as a person came, so people have been sinning. So when you, when you say grace is a license, sin, that's a very 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 wrong. Um, mindset actually grace is not a license to sin in fact grace is what will pick you up from sin grace is what will help you live above sin for the grace of god that appeared unto all men you know teaching us to deny ungodliness you know to live soberly godly in this present world so the grace of god doesn't teach you to sin the grace of god teaches you to live right the grace of god teaches you to do what is consistent with your god nature you understand so the grace of god is not it's not lascivious, no. The grace of God is irresponsible. In fact, just okay. If 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 um, the grace of God teaches you to sin, then let us go back to the story of Jesus and the adulterous woman. Jesus would have said, "Oh, I am grace," and then um, just go ahead and sin. There is nothing. No, God, Christ said, "Go and sin no more." I have not I have not come to condemn you, but just go and sin no more. Christ was not saying you can go and keep you, you can keep on sinning. No. So the grace of God is. Is is um, it doesn't teach you to sin, rather it it empowers you to live above sin. It empowers you to live the life that God has called you to live. You understand? The grace of God empowers you to do what you cannot do. And so that's what grace God, whatever God God gives, it's not something that that we um, we put you in a place where you keep doing wrong. And no, 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 no. That's not that's not the plan of God. When 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 God um, you know, gave Christ to us. God gave Christ to us so that the sin issue can be dealt with. In fact, the, the Bible says that um, um, behold, this is the Lamb of the world that taketh away the sins of the whole world, right? So, that means the point of Christ coming was to take away sin. So, how, how can we now say that, okay, uh, since Christ came to take away sin, then the grace of God, which is Christ, now empowers us, now gives us the license? No, no. It doesn't give us the license to sin. Actually, the grace of God has come to teach us to live the life that Christ has given us to live. As believers, we, we 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 don't normally. In fact, that that point is a is a is a mindset of is a sin conscious mindset actually. When when people begin to ask you, um, does the grace of God give me the license to sin? Um, uh, does the grace of God make me to go into sinning? No, that is you tend to see people. It's either they don't understand what God's grace is, or the 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 they are just so consumed about what sin is. They are they are so sin conscious that they, they can't even imagine, they can't even think about God's overwhelming grace. Now, there's something the Bible says in um, in Romans, I think in Romans chapter, um, um, reign. I think um, where the Bible says that uh, we shall reign in life through um, grace, 
I'll figure it out, I'll figure it out. Just give me some time. Um, I think Romans chapter 5 verse... Um, Romans chapter 5 verse 17, yes, I, I've seen it. It says... Um, it says... Romans 5 verse 17. It says, For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. So when you talk about reigning in life through Jesus Christ, there's no way you can sin um, sin can have if sin is having dominion over you, then we are not reigning in life actually. Do you get? So and the Bible even says that where sin abounds, grace abounds much more. And the Bible says that sin shall not have dominion over us because we are not under the law, because we are under grace. So the grace of God doesn't doesn't give us license to keep on sinning. No. The grace of God empowers us to live above sin. The grace of God helps us to live the life that God has called us to live. That is what the grace of God does for us. So that's that's just basically it. the grace of God is empowering. It's helpful. It's 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 um it's, it teaches us to deny unrighteousness and to deny ungodliness and to live the Christian life, to live the life of God that we've been that we've received. So that is just it. Yeah. All right, thank you so much, Phil. So let me just take you back a little bit. You know, when we started, we said God loves you not because you are reading your Bible, because you are praying. Mm-hmm. And someone will be saying, "Okay, are you trying to say we should not pray? We should not read our Bible? Are we not supposed to be very? Are we not supposed to be spiritual Christians, believers of God's word, reading God's word, and studying God's word?" And I, I and I think the reason why people uh, think like this is because they think from a mindset of performance. Because I believe that if you really love the Lord as anybody who claim to love the lord you want to spend time in his presence exactly. you want to spend time reading his word you want to spend time talking to him praying to him yeah. and just hearing his heart yeah. so i i think i think we should understand that uh while we are saying um you don't your prayers or you're reading the bible is not what will make god love you yeah. or love you less or something yeah. god loves you it's not for you it's constant yeah. we should understand that you cannot say you love the lord and don't spend time you yes. know with him basically yes. so yes. i want to ask you phil um do you have any personal experience i mean of you really resting in god's love a point where you know you were at this point where the only thing you could do was just rest in god's love i mean do you yes. can, could, can you share with us because i feel like a lot number of persons are currently in you know in this mm-hmm. spot where they all they have to do right now is trust God's grace for them, but they don't really know how to. So could you just share with us how you you've been able to rest in God's love and rest in God's grace and how things have eventually turned out for you, basically? All right. Um, for me, um, it has been a journey for me. I will I say um, I encountered like let me use that word encountered or I got introduced. Should I use that or? Um, the grace of God was revealed to me. Um, let's say this is 2021. Say about four, five years ago. It's long. So, and um, the time it was revealed to me, it was a time where I, I was trying to, let's say, work for my, like, try to make God love me. Try to make God because I felt that I was not enough. I felt that um, I needed to do really well so that. Um, I could be loved of God. I, I could be, uh, you know, God's favorite. I could be um, the person who, uh, okay, who God cares about, or something like that. You know, I could do right. I could just um, be enough for God, and you know, that kind of thing. That that was the point where I was, where I I, I felt so much a, a sense of guilt, maybe about my past, because obviously I I, was, I, I didn't have a good past, you know. So um, so I felt like. Ah, I needed to come to a place where I have 
you know, paid for all my past. I have, you know, I've done so well such that God no longer remembers all I've done and all of that. So it was a struggle for my Christian life because anytime I felt I needed to pray, it was like a burden praying from a place where you, you just want to say, Ah, oh God, God, come down, Lord, and all of that. And you're just praying like God should come down. You're just praying. You, you, you're like, there's a boy in your heart, but it's, it's like a pressure. It's like you, you, are, you, are, you are praying so that God will love you. You are praying so that God will, God will start thinking about you. You are praying or you are, you are, you are, you are, you are living your Christian life um, um, because uh, you feel you have not gotten it all along and then you feel now you, you need to be right. You know, you feel that you need to start doing things well because you've messed up all along. No, so that was the point where I was, where I I feel that uh, I've messed up so much. I've, I've, I've not really done well. I've not been in sync with God. So I needed to work. I needed to do all of that. So it was a real struggle for me. So my prayer life was really struggle. I, I, it was like up and down, up and down. Today I'm I'm having a very good relationship with God. I'm I'm happy and like oh God is good. And other days I'm like oh God, this is this is a tough journey. This is something is really really hard. This is tough. You understand? So it was difficult for me because I did not understand that God loved me so much. I didn't understand that God cared about me. I didn't understand that it was all the devil telling me that ah you've not done well because you know what the devil is an accuser. He always accuse you. He always tell you you've not done right. You've you've not you you've messed up. You've done something. You've done something bad. You've 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 done something terrible. You've done something. Uh, so God cannot love you. God cannot care about you. That is what the devil will keep. Then is the accuser of the brethren. He will keep doing that. But God took me to a place where I began to understand that no, God loved me irrespective of all I could do, irrespective of of, of everything I could do. So I didn't have to pay for God's love. No, I didn't have to work for God's love. I didn't have to make God love me. I didn't have to, you know, you didn't have to, I didn't have to prove myself to God. No, I didn't have to do that. All I had to do was, you know, receive his love, understand his love, know that God cared about me, know that God, God, God is mindful of me. God is 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 so it's so it's, I'm so precious in the sight of God. Those are the things that made me to see, oh yes, now I can begin to live a life of God. You understand? I I, I can begin to see that oh, God is my rest. God is my Sabbath. That that was how I I, I was able to you know uh, um, um you know you know live above that 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 um um wavering Christian life because before it was like a pendulum going here and there going up and down and all of that but by the time I understood the grace of God I understood that it, it was not it was not all about me see when it comes to grace you have to understand that you are not in the picture you are, it's not all about you it's not all about all you can do it's all about what Christ has done you understand so it's all about what, you just need to place your faith in what God has done you know so and that is why when when we live the faith life because Faith is really important in, in the aspect of grace because it is faith that puts you in a position to receive what God has done. Do you understand? Now, and and it is very, very easy to fall uh, in uh, when this faith movement is very easy to be legalistic about faith, you understand? But um, it's, it's good to have a balance between you know, grace and faith and all of that. Because what faith does is that faith moves you into a position where you can you can receive from God, you understand? It's not that faith produces what you uh, make moves God and all of that, no. Faith only just moves you in a position where you can receive from God. You understand? So you receive the grace of God by faith. You just believe. And that is what it means to receive. So you just receive the gospel. The gospel is the gospel of God's grace, actually, in Hebrews. Hebrews, I think Hebrews 4, thereabouts says the gospel is the gospel of God's grace. The gospel is the gospel of Christ and all of that. So you receive God's grace. 
by faith. You just believe that this is what God has done. You believe that God loves you so much. Believe that you don't have to work for it. And that is it. You begin to experience love. You begin to experience all that God has done for you. Just sit down and believe. You understand? Just your, 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 your only responsibility is to rest. Is to have confidence in what God has done for you. Is to rest in what God has done for you. That's why I always say grace is not a curriculum. It's not a subject matter. It's not no. It is a person. So when you begin to see Jesus, you see Jesus for who He is. Then you begin to understand what grace is all about. You begin to understand that it's not all about you. It's not all about what you can do. It's all about what Jesus has done for you. So that is basically what it was for me when I was struggling. When I was like, how my Christian life was wavering. Was I? I couldn't. It was as if I'm up now, I'm down now, or maybe I messed up and all of that. I I wanted to say this, that God loves me irrespective of my mess. God loves you irrespective of what you've done. God loves you irrespective of what you can do. God's love for you is not based on your performance, not based on how you can, you know, act or how you can perform. No, all of that. This is that when you understand God's love for you, you begin to love Him more. You begin to do things, and you you, you even get surprised. You begin to you, you experience change effortlessly. Actually, so God's love for you is is way beyond all of this. You understand? So Jesus is my rest. Say that Jesus is your rest. Jesus is your Sabbath. You understand? He loves you. Say, God loves me and I don't have to prove myself to God. God loves you. You understand? God has approved you. God has accepted you. You are accepted in the beloved. That's what the Bible says. You are accepted in Christ. You understand? So you don't have to prove anything uh, um, for God. You understand? You just receive the love of God and you see yourself walking and living the life of God like never before. So that's just what we need to know about um, my experience basically. You know? So that's just it. Yeah. All right, Phil. Thank you so much. We're almost out of time, but I just want you to speak a word of encourage, encourage, sorry, encouragement. Okay. I'm so excited. So sorry about that. So I want you to speak a word of encouragement to someone who right now just wants to trust God and just rest in God's love before we end today. Okay. So um, I'm going to speak a word um, to you now. I'm going to talk to you now. Now, um, I want you to know that God wants you to rest. God wants. God doesn't want you to go about. You know being pressured being you know worrying and all of that that is not god's plan for you to worry no god wants you to come to a point where you're resting where you're resting you're resting in the grace of god you know that is what god that's god's mind for you to just rest exactly now before i pray for you i want to read something in um galatians chapter chapter um, 1 verse 6 and 7 and then i'll pray for you and I'll speak a word for you, um, a word to you rather. Galatians chapter one verse six. Um, okay, I met. It's just about falling from grace, and it, it, there's, a, there's a reason why I'm, I'm pointing this out to you. It says, um, "I marvel that ye are soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is another, which is not another rather, but." There be some that trouble you and will pervert the gospel of Christ. Now, what I'm trying to bring here is that many people, why they actually going through a lot of stress and in their Christian life because they've not come to understand the gospel. The gospel is all about God's grace and God's love for you. Now, you don't have to stress. You don't have to um, um, fight or or, or or walk or you know you know you know pressure yourself to. Um, to receive all that God has made available for you. Now I speak to your heart right now. God is speaking. God is God is doing a work in your heart right now. That is 
that is that that is causing you to come to a place of rest where you don't have to you know where you don't have to worry about uh, am i doing it right the bible says that there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus the love of god has been has been expressed in jesus christ so god god loves you so much and god there, there is there's a, there's a peace of god overwhelming your heart now it's not a, it's not it's not about what you can do and what you cannot do God, God came to you know to um, to stand in the place because you could not do it on your own. You could not walk. You could not you could not earn His favor. That is why God came to uh, you know you know to take your place and to uh, and to uh, and to uh, and to you know, share His love and share His love um, towards you. So I speak to you. I speak to your heart right now. The love of God is 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 breaking down walls. Is breaking down guilt. Is breaking down condemnation. I I feel that there is someone listening to me right now. You feel like. You messed up. You feel like um, you, you've gone through sexual immoral, um, sexual immorality, and and um, that is what is your challenge. You feel that God cannot love you. No, there's a call of God in your life. Actually, God has a call for you, and irrespective of irrespective of what you've gone through, what you've done. God is still going to use you to show you that the grace of God is not is not dependent on what you've done and what you've not done. God's grace is 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 is, is hinged on what Christ has done for you. So the, the the love of God is overwhelming your heart now. Whether you've whether you've committed an abortion, whether you've whether you 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 you've, you've killed someone, you've murdered someone, whether you've cheated on someone, whether you you you've done something that is despicable, whether you've done something that is really really terrible. I'm I'm here to tell you today that. God's love is, is, is for you. God loves you so much. And you don't have to run. You don't have to run away. You just run to the Father. God loves you so much. Just run to the Father. And God's, God's heart is towards you. God's heart is towards you. God loves you. Just come. Just come to the place where God has, where God has shared his love. God's, love. God's love for you is more than you can ever imagine. God, God and you know one thing. God doesn't remember your sin anymore. When you come to God, doesn't, God doesn't remember. There, there is no place where God writes and, you know, he, he's, is 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 um is, is writing down your sin is writing they say okay this is what you did in 2020 this is what you did in 2019 no that is not god when 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 you come to god all your past is gone your present is secured and your future is is just secured in him you understand so now god's love for you is is wiping away all your tears wiping away all your worries wiping away all you all you all you're going through there is peace that is going in your heart now the peace of god is 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 is, is about flooding your heart now just come just come the god is saying to someone just come look at jesus and begin to walk on water look at Jesus and begin to walk on water don't stress don't look at the sea don't look at the at the storms don't look at what those things that are trying to pressure you know just look at christ just the author and finisher of your faith. Just look at him and, and you see things working out for you. You know, that's what I have to tell you. That the peace of God is, is, is overshadowing your heart now. The peace of God is overwhelming your heart now. And God loves you so much irrespective of what you can do or what you can't do. And um, you are blessed. You are blessed. From today, you begin to experience the revelation of Jesus like never before. I can assure you that from right now, you begin to see the love of God uh, like never before. God's love begin to uh, is revealed to you like never before. You know that's what I, I pray for you right now. It is well with you. There is no problem. There is no condemnation. Don't you are not condemned. You are not condemned. You are. You can imagine what Paul was like. So after Saul was a murderer, he, he did a whole lot of dirty things but now is the one preaching grace you understand so it doesn't matter what you've done there's a call of god on your life you can live you can come to live 
you know, that call. You can leave that call because God has made it possible. It's not about you. You remove yourself from the picture. It's not about sin. It's not about this thing. Those things have been dealt with. You just look at Christ and look at what he has done for me. Don't allow the devil steal what God has done for you. No, he's an accuser. But God will always comfort you. There's no condemnation for you. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Just believe that and it is well with you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Whoa! I feel God in this place. Yeah. Glory to God. Thank you so much, Phil, for that. So, um, how can people reach you? I, I, would, I was supposed to mention that you actually run a page on IG. Yeah. You are um, the founder of the Grace Lens, a yeah. page where you talk about God's grace. I mean, yeah. guys, if you're looking for a place where you will just sit there and just keep feeding your spirit, feeding your soul with God's grace and God's love, you should actually check out the full stop right yes, yes. then grace lens yes. so guys please check it i'm going to put the link you know to this on this podcast so you can check it and follow him because he's doing an amazing job and um it's something that you must you should actually be a part of thank you so so much phil but let me let me let you talk how, how can people reach you oh you just reached me on ig um as she said the grace lens um um you know the grace lens we just um view life from a standpoint from the lens of um, god's manifold grace and some conditional love so that's what we just talk about um for now we're just um a page where you just learn and see stuff there there are a whole lot of things that are going to be coming later and you know i'll just be silent about that but there are a lot of things that will be coming um as time goes on but for now just just follow us on the grace lens um on ig d and that's t-h-e then dot full stop then grace lens g-r-a-c-e and lens l-e-n-s so that's just it just follow us you can message me there and um could pray you could talk about things maybe going through an addiction going through stuff and we could deal with that by the grace of god things can be dealt with god loves you more than you can ever imagine it is well with you and uh, that's that, that just it yeah thank you so much philip so guys please do not forget to share this podcast episode with your friend because trust me a lot of people need to hear this so please share with your friends share with your loved ones and see you next week bye